there is you know, a definite sense in the industry that there is a heightened need uh, for safer uh, hygiene uh, on air travel and also a greater passenger expectation that will not go back to what it was before this pandemic. Crystal Cabin Meets, the podcast where aircraft interiors experts talk about latest trends, success stories, and the industry's future. Compiled by the Crystal Cabin Award, the only international award for excellence in aircraft interior innovation. Welcome on board. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of our new format, Crystal Cabin Meets. I'm here with Lukas Kastner, Head of Marketing and PR at Hamburg Aviation and the Crystal Cabin Award Association. Yeah, and I am here with Carmen Krause-Bösseling, who is the Project Director of the Crystal Cabin Award. And we're very excited to launch this format today. And in our new Crystal Cabin Meets podcast, we from the Crystal Cabin team want to touch base with some of our prominent members from the Crystal Cabin Award community and also talk about their concepts and their points of view, especially in these challenging times for the PAXX industry. Yes, and I think our guests for the first episode are especially fitting here. Today, we have the pleasure to talk to Elliot Kreitenberg, co-founder and president at Daima LLC, formerly called Jum Falcon and Bob Lenz, who is Director Lighting Products and Product Management at Honeywell International. Elliot was a Crystal Cabin Award finalist with the Germ Falcon concept in 2017, a product which got a lot of attention uh, those days, but which gets even more attention these days during the global pandemic. We are very happy to get the slot for the Crystal Cabin Award podcast interview with you both. Welcome to you. Thank you. We're uh, very excited to be here today. Thank you. Yes, uh, we're excited and uh, happy to be able to speak with you today about uh, these products. Wonderful. Elliot, uh, the former Jump Falcon must have been extremely coveted within the last months. We first got in contact in fall 2016 when you applied for the CCA season 2017 with your sanitation device, which then made it all the way into the finals. Would you like to tell the audience what your original product is about? Yeah, so the Germ Falcon was based on uh, this technology that was used very commonly in hospitals. Uh, they used ultraviolet sea lights to disinfect tools and air and water and surfaces. And they relied on UVC to kill bacteria and viruses and superbugs in hospitals. And killing more germs was the concept was that it prevented more infections that occurred in healthcare. And we wanted to take that technology and, you know, apply it to, to aircraft because they kind of inevitably play a direct role in uh, the way germs are able to spread around the world. Mm -hmm. 
I, I do remember that uh, when you both came to the final viewing session with the judges at the Crystal Cabinet Awards that your father, Dr. Arthur Kreitenberg, explained to me that he is a medic, a surgeon, if I remember well. And um, so um, was there a key moment when you decided to bring the concept into the aircraft? Yeah, so my father is an orthopedic surgeon. He is uh, my co-founder at Dimer. And we identified airplanes as one of these places where, you know, it was very difficult to clean effectively. Um, and so most of the time it, it wasn't done effectively and it certainly wasn't something that was focused on. And so from the start, our our philosophy was there needs to be a simple and effective way to disinfect the interior of an aircraft so that each set of passengers, you know, is limiting the exposure or we are, so we're able to limit the exposure each, of each person who's, you know, going all over the place as soon as they get off the plane. We really thought that that was a, a place that needed increased hygiene standards and we wanted to to help by finding a way to make it simple. So right now, I think we see a lot of demand for sanitizing solutions in air travel. Where does the Germ Falcon system, well, obviously it's not called Germ Falcon any longer. It's part of the Honeywell portfolio now, but where do you guys stand right now? Are there any notable differences of the new serial product to the concept that you presented three years ago? So Honeywell uh, became involved in looking for solutions to help uh, both cleaning aircraft and restoring passenger confidence in safe air travel in the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, obviously, that the pandemic has affected many different sectors of industry and travel uh, to include aerospace. And so Honeywell has been looking for multiple ways that we can help uh, the the public and the travel industry and in the aerospace industry in restoring our travel to what it was before the pandemic. One of those things that we looked at was the use of ultraviolet lights inside of aircraft to clean the, the airplanes and restore passenger confidence. And this is how we became uh, aware of what Dimer had done previously. And we saw you know, an opportunity for a great strategic partnership with Dimer. And uh, so we, we reached out to Dimer and entered into this partnership and have since launched our Honeywell uh, UV cabin system, which is based on the, the designs and ideas and functions that uh, Dimer had produced in their Germ Falcon design, um, but with a, a Honeywell specific design that accomplishes the same functions uh, with you know, slightly slight differences in how we go about designing the, the overall system. Uh, but by and large, it is generally speaking the same type of system as what you saw in the Germ Falcon from years ago, uh, just produced by Honeywell with a, a more current and producible and reliable design. Okay. You just recently announced your first airline partner, which is JetBlue. So congratulations on that. Um, JetBlue is going to take your product into daily operations, as far as I know. And um, can you tell us a little how the Honeywell UV cabin system is going to be used there at JetBlue? So how is the operation going to look like uh, when the aircraft is on the ground? 
Yes, uh, we, we are very excited to partner with JetBlue as one of our launch customers for the, the Honeywell UV cabin system. And they are currently using this uh, system at their locations in uh, the airport, the JFK airport in New York, and also the uh, Fort Lauderdale airport in Florida. And so they are right now using this and learning how best to integrate this into their operations, uh, cleaning between flights. Uh, what they're doing right now is to train their operators on use of this and learn best how to make the, the best effectiveness of these systems. They're using these on overnight uh, trials right now with the plan on then moving this in between flights um, when they're ready to operationalize it fully. So we look at the PAXX segment, which is currently in huge turmoil. And I imagine that with the global COVID-19 pandemic, um, the interest in the UV cabin system has increased dramatically since March. So um, I'd like to hear from you, Elliot, how can you illustrate a little how your year has been so far? Because it's probably turned out completely different than you originally thought. So when 2020 started, we were really focused on our UV hammer product, which was intended for any, which is the same concept as a germ falcon intended for any non-aircraft application. And when we started hearing about this, uh, virus bubbling up in China, we wanted to, we started reaching back out to airlines because it was only a matter of time before uh, somebody started traveling um, and more than likely they were going to travel uh, on a commercial passenger flight. Um, and so we kind of started reaching out to airlines and um, when, you know, that inevitable moment happened where uh, the virus started spreading around the world, um, the CDC in the United States said that they were going to start doing enhanced passenger health screenings at a few of the international airports in the States. And we, we realized, you know, if, if somebody set off one of these alarms, if somebody tested positive coming off an aircraft or had a fever, there was no good way to disinfect that aircraft. And we were running the risk of deliberately allowing somebody to board a knowingly contaminated environment. Um, so we offered our units at no charge to the airlines at these airports. Um, and one of the airlines took us up on this offer. Um, and, and we were disinfecting inbound flights uh, direct from China the next night. Um, and we did that until flights from China were canceled. Uh, and it really brought new attention. It, it brought one of our biggest challenges in airlines had, had been generating demand. And when that all happened, we uh, all of a sudden couldn't meet the demand. We didn't have we didn't have a warehouse full of units. And um, and that's when Honeywell stepped in and it really uh, helped solve a lot of our problems. And I think it's really expedited how quickly we've been able to, you know, assist the airlines in addressing these issues and um, hopefully this will, I mean, having Honeywell as a partner is really gonna be able to build these units at scale and get them, you know, hopefully at every airport in the world so that, you know, if something like this, God forbid, happens again, uh, we're more prepared and we will be able to limit the impact. And um, so uh, so demand for the, the Germ Falcon, now the Honeywell UV cabin system is, 
is huge and we think that you know the same thing as in 2017 we think that this could and should be standard um, in the airline industry and again the uv hammer that we're working on is is the same easy to use fast concept uh that can be applied to you know airport terminals or hotels or you know anywhere along a traveler's journey so as i understood um you entered a strategic partnership with Honeywell International. And I understand that, um, Bob, you did the first step in this relationship. How did you hear about um, the Jam Falcon sanitation device? And Elliot, this is a question for you. Um, what were your feelings that after four years as a startup, more or less, you would partner with a renowned aerospace company? So to answer the, the first question, what what Honeywell did is we identified that ultraviolet light technology had you know, significant potential benefits for use in the aerospace industry. And so we decided to make sure that we would you know, enter this market as quickly as possible by partnering with a company that already had performed significant research and had a significant understanding of how ultraviolet light works and what its strengths and weaknesses are. And so we began to do an industry search at that time of different companies that were uh, that had ultraviolet light products uh, in the market and you know who had a strong knowledge of both the ultraviolet light science, you know the physics behind the use of the light as well as an understanding of how this is employed and you know the medical science behind this and so looking at that uh, we identified dimer as a company that had a great combination of both the the great understanding of the physics of uv light paired with the understanding of the the medical science also behind this and so therefore that's why we reached out to dimer when honeywell first reached out to us we saw it as a huge potential opportunity to not only um you know put this technology in in the hands of a company that was reputable and had such a great reputation and also had you know this ability to to move quickly and and build products um and they were really just an ideal partner for uh for this industry and and we know we realized how important it was to be um to have a reputable name behind the technology and um we even saw that at the crystal cabin awards and and having a company like honeywell partner with us um we thought was a huge honor and it really gave us the confidence that that this technology that we've been working so hard on and done so much research on and, and been so passionate about for so many years is finally gonna, you know, be where it's supposed to be and hopefully make a difference long-term. Let's focus on the air travel industry and its current status for a second. Um, Elliot, you're experienced both in aviation and in the medical business and Bob, you're with Honeywell, which is one of the global companies involved in aerospace. What do you guys think are the key issues for our industry to make it back into full operation and install kind of a new normal? Where do you see the challenges? 
when we meet with uh, airline customers and we've met with airline customers worldwide over the last uh, two to three months to discuss this, uh, one of the things in your question, uh, the, the phrase a new normal is something that we hear frequently from all of the customers. They, they believe that this is a new normal and this is not just isolated to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, there is you know, a definite sense in the industry that there is a heightened need uh, for safer uh, hygiene uh, on air travel and also a greater passenger expectation that will not go back to what it was before this pandemic. So certainly we would agree with that term that this is a need for this that is going to be long-term and is not just a, a passing trend on this. Uh, the industry has obviously been greatly affected by this and this is one of the things that can help uh, restore you know, the industry and you know, travel and flight back to what it was. It's certainly not um, a single solution. There are many different things impacting this uh, from a demand perspective to also a safe flight perspective. Uh, the, the demand you know, for people to be able to safely tra travel to places, to be allowed to travel to places, uh, for the economic uh, you know, conditions to be good enough that businesses have travelers uh, traveling again. All of these things need to take place for the airline industry to recover to what it was in 2019. You know, certainly taking a step to bring uh, better cleanliness and safer air travel to the airplanes is a great step. One of the things we like to say at Dimer is it's really important to look to healthcare um, and whenever possible, do what they're doing. And this is about restoring passenger confidence in a lot of ways um, and making sure that everybody on aircraft uh, is safe, not only from, from COVID, but also from you know influenza and norovirus and whatever other virus may be around the corner. Um, it's about preparedness in healthcare. They subscribe to a philosophy that they they use universal precautions um they assume that you know not all the time are patients or passengers in an aircraft setting going to be showing symptoms um but that doesn't mean that they're not you know carrying something um and it's you know when even in an aircraft we see motion sickness but it's not always motion sickness so it's important to have you know, standards and hygiene protocols in place, and we've seen it in other industries. And I think that this is a really good opportunity for um, airlines to be better prepared for something like this long-term and also mitigate some risk on a routine basis. If I was an airline representative and I would like to use the UV cabin system for my fleet of 100 aircraft, what would be the first steps for me after approaching you? And by the way, uh, what about the turnaround times? Does it have any impact on TAT? You mentioned oh, the overnight use, but is it going to be used also during the day? So yes, that's one of the, the best uh, values of this UV system is the speed with which it can work. So we've tested this on narrow body aircraft, uh, similar to the A320 and the 737. 
to be able to treat this in 10 minutes or less um, inside of one of those uh, roughly 30 row cabin narrow body aircraft. So it can be very effective in treating something between flights. And that's the, the great, one of the greatest value propositions of this system is that speed, the effectiveness can deliver at that speed, and then also the consistency with which it applies the UV light. Uh, unlike hand cleaning methods that are very variable and will result in inconsistent cleaning applications, the system, the UV cabin system applies the same dose and spread of light across the same surfaces every time, regardless of whether you have an operator who's been using this one time or a thousand times, they're going to get the same result, that same coverage every single time. And that's when we talk with the airline customers, that is definitely something that they're seeking is how to improve the consistency of the cleaning in the cabin. Going back to your first question about you know, what are the steps to take is we are we've been running a series of demonstrations for various airlines around the world. Um, what we would say is if you're interested, you know, please reach out to your Honeywell customer business team representative and so that we can include you in one of our uh, in-person demonstrations so that you can see the, the technology, uh, understand how it's used, see it in, in person, and then we can explore what's the, the best next steps um, for your airline, the, the volume of use, the risks that you're uh, looking at for your airlines, and how do you want to employ this in your operational network. Um, each airline has got a very distinct and unique operational structure, depending on how many airports they operate from, how many gates, the scheduling. So you know, fitting this into each airline is a unique solution um, that we can discuss with the airlines. That sounds really good. Um, would I have to buy the hardware or is it something I would rent from you? And can you say anything about the costs? So yes, the, the hardware is for sale to both airline customers and also ground services companies are you know, definitely customers for, for this product as well as in some cases airports themselves. Uh, so there's multiple potential uh, customers that uh, may purchase and use this. It depends on who is doing the aircraft cleaning at those locations. Uh, we do have uh, pricing structures available that we can communicate in you know, our meetings with uh, those interested customers. Elliot, you recently executed a test with Simona Boltarone, which is a leading thermoplastic sheet manufacturer for aircraft cabins. Can you explain to us how such material reacts to UV light? And do you have any recommendations for suppliers in case they wish to prepare for UVC exposure effects? Yeah, so over the last several years, um, that has been a question that we've gotten from airlines is what are the effects of UVC on our, our cabin interiors materials? So we have a UVC chamber on hand that we can simulate, you know, daily exposure over X years, depending, you know, how frequently the airline changes out those interiors materials. Um, and we can simulate, you know, daily, twice daily, four times daily exposure on each of those surfaces um, and, and send the results back. And we're not experts on 
you know, the the colors of the materials or the the you know integrity of the materials themselves. So we we conduct the testing and uh, make our observations, and then we send it back to uh, either the manufacturers or whoever provided the samples to us uh, for their you know report back and the Simona Bolteron test. Um, apparently, they've had some challenges with uh, different disinfecting options that airlines are looking are considering or looking to. And um, Simona Bolteron was very pleased with the results that they saw from uh, the UV UVC exposure, um, and and that was their. Uh, I think that they said that they recommend UVC as the preferred disinfectant on the products that they provide to the industry. I can add to this also that uh, we we obviously the testing that had been done previous to our engagement was uh, a key thing that we looked at for you know, would this be a safe technology to use in the aircraft uh, since entering into uh, our into this business Honeywell has tested a significant number of materials also um, that range across a broad spectrum of cabin materials including um, seat leathers both natural and synthetic fabrics uh, plastics and you know, other types of materials, uh, seat belts and so forth that you find in an, an aircraft cabin. And we've tested these for three different criteria. The first is flame retardancy, uh, making sure that it will pass flame retardancy regulatory standards for aerospace, um, also for strength, testing for tensile and terra strength. And then finally, testing for appearance, yeah, primarily color appearance. And so we've tested a, a wide variety of materials and we've you know, found very successful results. Uh, you know, no impact to flame retardancy or the strengths of the materials, which are the two most critical aspects, of course. And then we've you know, tested for the color appearance and found that the, the color appearance in general does not change over a short period, um, and in some cases, even over a very long period, uh, depending on the type of material and the total accumulated dose. Um, just as you know, in general, and we've published a white paper um, that we're sending to our customers on this. We've already shared this with a wide number of customers. If you were to use this system daily, uh, in most cases, just you, you wouldn't see any impacts to material fading or color change in 10 years. If you were to use this at a very high rate, uh, four, you know, four plus times a day, for some of the materials, you would still see no changes in that time period. And different, you know, there are some materials where you'll start to see some color fading or in cases of lighter materials, a little bit of yellowing um, after say four to five years of use. And when meeting with our airline customers, generally speaking, those surfaces are the same ones that they were already planning on uh, refreshing their cabins in that same time period. So the airline industry has viewed this very positively, you know, saying that in terms of the different cleaning options available to them, uh, this is you know, providing you know, satisfactory results in terms of you know, the le you know, a lesser impact to their cabin materials. How will you evaluate the test period currently run with JetBlue? What will be like the factors that you look into most? And for example, will JetBlue passengers even be involved in any way? And will they know the system is in operation? Or is that purely something that is executed during ground time and out of sight of the passenger? How do you go with that? 
So the the actual uh, treatment is is happening without the passengers being in the cabin, of course. So the the passengers do not see it in operation. Uh, JetBlue has released publicly that they are doing the you know the testing of this, you know, operational evaluation of this. Um, so they will make you know additional statements uh, about use of it uh, as they see fit. You know, will, I'm not going to make any statements on JetBlue's behalf uh, during this call today. Of course, they'll they'll make their statements when they're ready. Uh, but for in terms of how will we judge effect, efficacy of the device, and that's something that we're working on very closely with JetBlue, and it's surrounding obviously the use operationally uh, in the aircraft, their feedback from their their cleaning crews about the effectiveness, the ease of use of the device, and also about you know, the application of dose in the various different areas around the cabin, and are they getting that effectiveness that they were looking for? Um, so these are the different things that we are working with them on a daily basis. Um, Bob and Elliot, I think you have an exciting product, and maybe it's one of the cabin hardware products defining 2020. What What are your plans and goals for the near future? How would you like to continue with the UV cabin system? You know, certainly our our goal is to you know provide this at a wide scale to the aerospace industry. Um, so this is you know our first goal is to be able to. Uh, both uh, educate the the customers on what are the the values of this system and how they can use it and provide it at a wide scale. So the, you know, those are you know immediate term goals. Um, we are also collecting customer feedback as we do all of this about you know, what other things would they like to see in a system that employs ultraviolet light. Uh, do they want different uh, sizes? Do they want different form factors? Uh, what other capabilities would they like to see added to a system like this that could enhance their operations and their value to their customers? So these are things that uh, we are in conversations with uh, airline customers, collecting those feedback, and then you know, looking at how to employ that feedback in future iterations of offerings that employ ultraviolet light. So now that Honeywell is manufacturing and distributing this product around the world i would love to see this get out to so that there's you know multiple units on site at every airport you know at least just in case um and as far as dimer um one of the things that we are prioritizing in the immediate future is enhancing hygiene standards along the passenger journey airports public transportation hotels um and really make sure that you know there's consistent hygiene standards and infection prevention protocols in place all along the passenger journey um, and having Honeywell as a partner uh, to help us accomplish that goal is exactly what what this product needed. That was absolutely interesting and inspiring, especially with regard to the pandemic everyone is facing today. Many thanks to all of you and hopefully see you at the next event or expo in person soon. Stay safe and healthy. Yes, thanks also from my side, guys. And as much as I second Carmen's wishes that the pandemic will be over soon, I hope that, of course, the Honeywell UV cabin system remains in full swing. And I also think uh, we still have enough germs in the world to keep you busy. 
And as Bob mentioned, you know, there is a sense of a new normal. So who knows um, what really goes away in the end and what might not. And I think you have a very exciting product to um, follow up with the development of aviation around the world. So thanks again for joining the podcast tonight. Thank you. It's been our pleasure to be with you today. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Lucas. Appreciate the time. That was the first episode of Crystal Cabin Meets from Hamburg. Thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, we are happy to hear your feedback. So do get in touch if you have any comments. And of course, stay tuned for episode two. Bye for now. Beep.